Keep up with the new. Keep up with the important. Keep up with it all on Keeping Up With The Current. Get your news fix for the day, stay informed and up to date with current affairs and the issues that matter. Nadia has you covered on Keeping Up With The Current. With you on a pre-election special of Keeping Up With The Current is Nadia via 92.1 FM Muslim Community Radio and streaming live for you on 2mfm.org. Well, as Australia's federal election approaches, we've been speaking with a number of candidates on 2MFM to give you a snippet into their proposed plans if they are elected. And today we'll be hearing from Jenny Ware, a Gaimia Bay resident and lawyer who specialises in the planning and environmental area. She was chosen and endorsed as the Liberal candidate for Hughes and today we'll be speaking with her to see what her plans are for her electorate as part of the Morrison Liberal team. Tune in for that next. Right now with me on the phone, I have Jenny Ware, Liberal candidate for the seat of Hughes. Thanks so much for making time for 2MFM's Keeping Up With The Current today. Good afternoon, Nadia, to you and your listeners, and thank you very much for having me on your show. It's been a very busy six weeks since I was endorsed as a Liberal candidate for Hughes, and we're in the middle of pre-poll over at Wattle Grove today, but I'm really enjoying campaigning. I can imagine it's uh, been quite busy for you and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to speak with us today. So Jenny, as the candidate for Hughes, can you please give our listeners an introduction about yourself? Oh, thank you. Nadia, I grew up in the Sutherland Shire and I still live in the Sutherland Shire, but the Hughes Hughes electorate now um, extends well beyond the Sutherland Shire. We go right down to Bundina and right over into Moorbank, Hammondville and Wattle Grove areas. I, um, my parents still live in the house I grew up in. We, I went to school at St George Girls High School at Cogsville. I studied law and married my husband Michael in 1959. We have two, um, two teenage boys. We had twin boys, James and Nicholas, um, and I do sort of jokingly say when I do a meet the candidates forum, surely being the mother of twin teenage boys deserves a couple of votes. <laughs> um, look, twins are very interesting. Mine are not fraternal. Um, they're quite different in personality, but, you know, I have the same issues as a mum that I think everybody, all other mums have. So we have our really good days and sometimes we have our not so good days. So, But the boys have been fantastic support for me. Um so I'm a planning and environmental lawyer and so I've got a particular interest in how we better plan our cities. I've worked in both the private sector and most recently I worked at Georges River Council as the Director of Legal Services. So I'm particularly interested in 
how we are planning um, cities, local communities better to incorporate infrastructure in as we are building, um, as, as we are increasing densities, which densities are usually, um, you know, the, the results of um, other, other pressures. But I'm particularly interested in how we do this a lot better. So what policy areas specifically do you think are the ones that are most important to the seat of Hughes? The people, I've been campaigning on the ground from the day that I was endorsed. I've been listening listening to people. In, in Hughes, it is absolutely crucial, um, our economic management and financial management of the country is coming through as crucial. That then, to have a steady hand at the wheel then enables a federal government to be able to do all of the other services and provide the services that is expected from government. Government is about delivery of services to the people. If we don't have a strong economy, we can't assist people with aged care, we can't assist with childcare, we can't build better roads. So the People of Hughes, they talk about the cost of living as well. And I think the federal government has seen that with the, um, the dreadful events happening over in the Ukraine, petrol went up and we straight away, the government straight away addressed that by reducing the fuel excise so that petrol prices came down immediately. And those are, those are sort of the real issues that people in Hughes are concerned about. The, um, certainly our local infrastructure, particularly our roads, and the federal government can assist with that. I'm particularly interested in, in, Heath, in Heathcote Road. That's a road that obviously that goes right through the Hughes electorate. It is, um, it, in some places it's a dual carriageway, but I will advocate very strongly if I am the Hughes next Member of Parliament for that road to be extended to be a dual carriageway the whole way. It's currently a death trap and it also causes so much traffic congestion for people both in the mornings and in the afternoons coming home from work. One of the main concerns that voters have um, has been affordability, and that's something that you mentioned a few moments ago. But a lot of people um, have argued that despite the fuel excise, petrol prices are still high, as well as groceries. Um, Does the government have any long-term plans to address the rising cost of living beyond this immediate time? Look, it's certainly as at this stage. I'm I'm a I'm a candidate. I'm not I'm not a member of the government. But what I would certainly do if I am if I am elected to serve the people of Hughes, I've taken into account that their views are that this is a very pressing issue for them. It's it's a pressing issue in my household. My husband and I still we have a mortgage. We we run a car. So it's a pressing issue for us, the grocery, the cost of groceries, the cost of our electricity, all of these issues are, are very important. It's important then that the people of Hughes have as their local member a person that understands that and will advocate for them in the national parliament. Of course, even um, Labor's campaign regarding affordable childcare is enticing women who have been out of work uh, purely because of the costs of childcare. 
um, compared to their income. So do you think more can be done to support women, especially single mothers who have to work um, specific hours or who cannot afford the extra costs involved with long daycare or after-school care? Look, I think I have been through... um in my life, I've had to. I had to address this. My boys are now fifteen, but I had to address this as well when I went. When I went back to work, I went back part time. That was that. That was something that worked for my family. What we. What I would like to see with childcare is we need a system where women can make those decisions as to what is best for their family. For some women, it will be that they wish to that they wish to spend some time out of the workforce and be the at-home carer. For other women, they wish to work part-time or they they wish to work full-time or they're in a circumstance where financially they have to work full-time. Whatever, we want to promote an environment where it is up to the woman, the mum, to make the decision that is right for her family. And that, is, that to me is what the Liberal Party is all about. It is about facilitating an environment where people can make their own individual personal choices about what is best for them and their families. Absolutely. So you think it should be tailored to suit the needs, the specific needs of women um, because all our needs vary from woman to woman. So you believe that, you know, they should be able to make the decision on what suits their individual needs and lifestyle. Well, that's that's exactly right. And I see the role of government as facilitating an environment that enables women to be able to make a choice around what suits them. For me, my mum, I was I was very lucky. My mum was able to to really help to help me with with my boys, to help my husband and me with our boys. Um, lots of women I know have that family support. Lots of other women don't have that family support. So it is about an in, a government facilitating the environment so that women are supported to be able to make whatever choice they want to about their own family. And as a senior legal executive in the private sector and having run your own uh, small business locally, what would you like to see done to help build a strong economy and, and especially help small businesses thrive, especially, um, you know, given these past couple of years have proven to be incredibly difficult for small businesses due to the impacts of COVID-19? Look, it has. It has been very difficult for, for small businesses Small business is is the backbone of, of our of our country. They are large employers, and they um, in the seat of Hughes, for example, we have now in the one of the last census almost twenty percent of um, the adult population within Hughes are are involved in a in a trade. They're they're tradespeople, and that means that they are small business small business people. So we, the important thing for small business is that they don't have a lot of government red tape and that they can spend the time actually in their business and doing what they, what they are best at. The um, company tax rate being reduced under the federal government is a big boost, obviously, which is a big boost for small business. And just need to, we need to free up 
small business, we need to be looking at digitising government in the way that the state government, for example, has brought in Service New South Wales. And I think that that's something we could explore going forward on a national level to make it easier for small businesses throughout both Hughes and the, and the country. Absolutely. And of course, with unemployment at its historical lowest, you know, a lot of people within the community have had to take two jobs to make ends meet. And of course, our wages are not in line with the current cost of living. So I think as well with the increase in businesses within, you know, Hughes can also help to bring forward job opportunities for those who need it most. Yes, certainly. We've we've come out of the pandemic um, and we didn't always get everything right within the pandemic, but we were faced with unprecedented times and there was no sort of manual for any government to be able to deal to deal with the the extraordinary circumstances we've faced over the last two years. The we have come out with an unemployment rate in Australia of four percent, which is the lowest that I can recall it. Um, Nadia, I'm 51, and I can not recall yeah. unemployment at such a low rate. Absolutely. So that is that is great for us as a nation. It does also create the problem for business. I am hearing from a lot of we've done some small business forums within Hughes, and I'm hearing from them that they are finding it difficult to get. The, the workers that they need. So that then flows on to how do we address that? We then have to look at are we putting our resources into into the right levels of tertiary education? Are we um, so we need to look at really uh, what we can do in the TAFE in the TAFE space? And I know that the government has made announcements about um, assisting apprentices further. So all of those all of those sorts of measures. While our unemployment rate is low, it is creating some um, employers are telling me that they are finding it difficult in some areas to find the workers that they need. So we need to look at how we can better match better match employers with um, with employees with the right skill sets. Look, you you have mentioned that you know your community needs a representative who will help to protect Hughes. So what will you do? to protect Hughes, what will you implement uh, to maintain community safety, which, as you know, always remains at the forefront? I think as if, um, if I am privileged um, to, be, to be elected on after, after Saturday to serve the people of Hughes, politics to me, Nadia, is about bringing people together. And I've started doing this even on the campaign trail. We've had um, the Treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, has come out and he, he ran a, a small business forum um, for us to talk about the government's plans in small business. So if I was the elected member, I would want to start bringing small business together, listening to what their issues are. I had Senator Maurice Payne um, come out and she ran a, a, a women's, some women's roundtable events. She does this all around the country. Mm. And we spoke then, we had women around the table who were working particularly in the um, in the community sector, assisting um, women facing family violence and how we how we better support women that have found themselves in um, in often impossible impossible situations. 
and that is something that I would like to that I would that I would continue. We need to listen to to community groups. As a as a member, I would like to listen to to women's groups as well. We need to listen to to all of the various pockets and diverse parts of Hughes that make up the electorate, because we are not just um, we are a very diverse. It is quite a diverse electorate in terms of it being sort of Sutherland, you know, the eastern Sutherland Shire side. And then the Western, which is more the um, coming into the Liverpool local government area side. So I I would um, listen to people, educate myself, and and then take their take their concerns to the to the national parliament. Mm, absolutely. So you believe um, consultation and engagement with the diverse community is key to making it a successful electorate. Um, and, and as you said, it's really important to, you know, consult with them and speak with them about their main concerns because you, you need to put yourself in their shoes and need to see what their main concerns are in order for you to, to bring that forward to federal parliament. You know, they rely on you heavily. Oh, look, look that's, that's, exactly, that's exactly right. And, and I know that... Um, most, most, many of your, many of your listeners, Nadia, are of, are of the Islamic faith. I don't pretend that I know a lot about the mm. Islamic faith, and I would certainly be educating myself by engaging with people from the Islamic faith to better understand their faith. And um, I've, I have been to the, uh, I went to the night festival in Liverpool, which had the most amazing food. Um, this was one of the festivals that celebrates the end of the end of Ramadan and it was a beautiful night. I took my husband and, and our boys and um, the mayor the mayor of Liverpool, uh, Neb Manoon, has had invited me there. So that was that was a really it was such a you know, a beautiful, a warm night. Uh, people were people were happy. It was um, Absolutely beautiful, and I had some of the most amazing desserts I've ever had yeah, in my life. Yeah, of course, food is the centre um, of our happiness. <laughs> yes, that's right. And food, yeah, food does bring people together, and um, and the sharing food. And um, and mm. we've look, we went to Turkey in 2015 with our boys. Um, we went to the Gallipoli, the 100 year commemorations of Gallipoli, but we were fortunate enough to have an extra week. In um in Istanbul, and so we did a lot of the touristy things. We went to the um, Hajj Sophia and and toured around um, Istanbul. So that was it was really great. The boys were eight at the time, and just to immerse them as well in a very different um, culture and environment, different food. It was mm. um it was really a, one of the best holidays we've had. So. Yes, yeah, so I would certainly um, reach out to reach out to to your community, and um, and like to you know listen to you and learn more learn more so that I can take any concerns that you do have absolutely. into um, into the national parliament. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think it's really important to engage with those um, diverse ethnic communities, and of course, our community, you know, our Islamic community as well, do have their specific needs and concerns that they 
that they feel need to be heard and prioritised as well. Um, you want to see diversity. You want to see people being more exposed to other cultures, which really helps to intensify our you know, sense of harmony and integration, something that is very prominent within our Australian culture. So that's something that we really should work hard to not only exhibit but strengthen as well. Um, so, uh, Jenny, to summarise, can you please remind listeners why they should vote for you on Saturday and what it means uh, to the people of Hughes? Um, vote for me on Saturday. I will be a strong leader within this community. I will listen to the whole of the Hughes electorate. I will engage with the various interest groups and the various communities that we have within Hughes. And I will take your concerns and advocate for the people of Hughes in the National Parliament. It would be an absolute honour for me to be given the privilege to serve the people of Hughes in Canberra. Jenny Ware running for the federal seat of Hughes. Thank you for your time today and, of course, all the best for the upcoming elections. Thank you, Nadia, and thank you to your listeners. have it election day this saturday 21st of may and quite a number of people have voted early ahead of this year's election in fact the australian electoral commission has reported 3.87 million early votes have been cast so far so unless you've voted early don't forget to get to your local polling booth and cast your votes this coming saturday as penalties do apply Well, thank you for your company today. I'll catch you again soon on Keeping Up With The Current. Until next time, please take care. Keep up with the new. Keep up with the important. Keep up with it all on Keeping Up With The Current. Get your news fix for the day. Stay informed and up to date with current affairs and the issues that matter. Nadia has you covered on Keeping Up With The Current.